Hello and welcome to Toon House, your fortnightly foray into all things animated. I'm Rich Masters and with me as always is my good old buddy old pal, Spivsy McDuck. How are you ducking well doing, you ducker? Um, I'm good. Um, uh, ducking glad it's the end of the week. <laughs> it's ducking hot outside. It's ducking terrible. It's, it's like, like walking through a swamp, it's horrible. Uh, as part of my uh, role, I have to um, hold the equipment for doing Legionella testing in the building. All so right. I have like a thermometer gun. And <laughs> yesterday at work, uh, I have worked a horrible, horrible week this week of about 90 hours. Oh, um, Yeah, which is why I worked from home today. Um, my de- I took a reading of my desk just to find out how it was. And it yeah. was 36 degrees oh, at my desk. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, with the window open, with two fans in the office, um, <laughs> well, with the you, blinds drawn. Have you got Legionnaire's disease, though? No, no, well, there you thankfully. Go. Thankfully, no Legionella. <laughs> um, this week on Toon Hounds, we are talking about something that uh, we all know you've been waiting for. Uh, <laughs> Clamoring I, I certainly have. Um, <laughs> ducks. Yeah, uh, which the, was we're doing the Launchpad McQuack collection, <laughs> which was born out of Spiffy just saying a random word, yeah, um, and us going along with it. So we have chosen. Like who doesn't like ducks? And there's so many animated ducks to choose. So from, many right? of them. Why is there so many? I don't know. Ducks lead themselves to comedy. I think. Yeah, that must be it because there's so many of them. Yeah, like every every show seems to have like even if you look at Bucky O'Hare, yeah, like there's, a there's duck. Dead Eye Duck, yeah, um, like you know the two analogous characters that cross over from Disney and Warner Brothers yeah. are probably Daffy and Donald. Yeah, Don, um, Don, Don, people say Mickey Mouse is like the main character of Disney. It's not. It's Donald Duck. I would I would say um, in the new era of Mickey Mouse, I have a lot more respect for Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but as like a whole, like over the years, oh, like Donald's the best character. There's already, I think it was, it's, I think it might have been this year or last year. There's a um, Three Caballeros TV show now. Oh, cool! So Donald's still on the telly. He's still kicking. I would say that over the years, he has been the far more interesting of the characters. Yeah, uh, that is of the main three. That's entirely down to Karl Barks. Yeah, his absolutely. comics. Well, also, like I think after Goofy stopped being George Geef and became yeah. Goofy, he was far <laughs> less interesting. Yeah, um, that was so weird. The George Geef era. But I love that era of Disney. I do as well, but it's so weird. It's just it is... an odd choice of character to do that with. Yeah. Like, um, let's I... make... Out of every character to make into the everyman. Why Goofy? Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, Donald work, Donald and Daffy work as everyman yeah. because we're all beset by the, the utter hatred of society. Oh, yeah, they're the straight right? men, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we... we you know, they point out the things that we also moan about, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is quite funny because, like, Don- like, Donald started off as being, like, the dickhead character. He was, like, the, yeah. the antagonist because people yeah. complained to Disney that Mickey they didn't want Mickey Mouse doing things like that because the children were emulating it. Mm. So they made Donald that character. But now Donald is, like, the I-don't-want-anything-weird-going-on <laughs> character. Yeah, Donald's almost like... Um... Like a shaggy type character, 
is almost like he wants yearns for normality. Yeah. He doesn't like it when his um, sort of routine is disturbed. Mild, probably mildly uh, on the spectrum for autism. Like, well, aren't we all on the spectrum for autism? Really, he and Mickey have kind of swapped places now. Yeah, where Mickey Mickey's is insane. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mickey is full on insane, and uh, I always think about that um, new Mickey Mouse episode where Donald and Daisy have the flu, and oh, they yeah. don't want yeah, Mickey like and Minnie movie. to help yeah. them, and it's a horror movie, and that is exactly what I'm like when I'm ill. I don't want anyone near me. Yeah. I don't want anyone helping me. I don't want to say thank you at the end of it. I just want to be left alone. And Donald is like that. He is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so, I love that episode. It's really good. It's probably the, my favourite of the... Apart from the ranch one, I really I like know, but, the ranch one. And also the one where they swap bodies because Mickey That's wants to see what it's like to be tall. I That's really like the one. Christmas special as well, which we have <laughs> yeah, talked about. Yeah. We talked about it with Matt, didn't we? Um, it's Yeah, it's such a funny one. Um, or did we talk about it with Matt? Yeah, we it did. It must yeah, have been. It was a Christmas we, special. Yeah, it was a Christmas we always special, have Matt yeah. on for Christmas. Yeah. Um, always. The whole two Christmas episodes <laughs> we've done. Uh, although it's rolling around again. You know, can you believe it? it's been a year since the Queen died? Has it really? It's been a whole year. I thought it was like four months. Wow. It does go fast. Time keeps Now sleeping. we're getting older. Yeah. It, time goes fast. As we approach death uh, <laughs> yeah. every year. The wheel of shorter. time continues to turn. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking ducks. We're going to talk... <laughs> um, Two shows. One show that I think I'm going to speak for both of us. Did you okay. lo- did you love Darkwing Duck when you were younger? Do you know? I never watched it. Really? Yep. Yeah, I loved it. I I, mean, I knew things about it, mm-hmm. but I I think it was from comics that I knew about it. Yeah, because I had makes sense. they did like Disney comics where they'd be like you know four panel things every so mm. often, but I don't remember anything about Darkwing Duck as a kid. Everything I know about Darkwing Duck is like as an adult. I don't think I ever watched it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's had a bit of a resurgence, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, my phone is on vibrate, so that's definitely going to be picked up on. The fucking, <laughs> I've uh, got my window thing. open, and a minute ago there was like seven fire trucks going past. Oh wow! It's like it's like recording a podcast with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we're we're talking Darkwing Duck, which was one of my faves uh, growing up as a Your kid, in, a kid in the nineties. Mm, uh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk New Ducktales, yeah, uh, which we have talked about a few times on the show as being a genuine masterpiece. It's um, it's so good. It's genuinely so good. So good. <laughs> um, much 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 better than the original. Oh God, um, yeah. Yeah, in but the we'll same get, we'll way that, that. Yeah. in the same way that the new Mickey cartoon is just a, a, a millennia ahead of yeah. the old stuff. Um, I mean, nearly in in terms of actual time as well. Um, yeah. And we're going to yeah. talk about yeah, Duck a thousand Tales. years. It's been a thousand years <laughs> since then. <laughs> um, I said time goes quickly, um, and we're also going to talk about something that I loved as a kid absolutely loved mm. uh, and watched all the time um and i don't know why you picked it because you watched it and loved it um no i picked it because i wanted to do something to do with the original ducktales ah, but okay. i could i didn't want to have to look for an episode to watch so i thought right. oh, i'll just do the movie okay all right so we're going to talk ducktales treasure of the lost lamp yeah. Um, which a lot of people loved. It's like do, quite yeah. a beloved... Uh, it's not quite a Disney classic, but it is a Disney sort it's, of adjacent classic. It, it's very cosy. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about Darkwing Duck first. Yeah. So uh, Darkwing Duck 
is a rip-off of The Shadow. <laughs> uh, it's what you really need to know. Yeah. Um, Duck Drake Mallard, uh, who uh, is obviously a parody of Kent Allard, who's the alter ego of The Shadow. Um, was The Shadow is... um, the Baldwin brother in the movie, or is that the spirit? No, I think you're right. I think it was the Baldwin brother. The spirit was the um, really bad Frank Miller one yes yeah samuel jackson in it yeah he was a baldwin brother and then you had um what was the one that liam neeson was oh um yeah wait uh the uh dark man dark man yeah yeah i always used to get those two confused as a kid yeah yeah so um but there's definite um reminiscences of like doc savage and um, the Lone Ranger mm. and the Green Hornet, obviously, and Batman, who is you know, like, yeah. heavily influenced by all of those others yeah. as well. So um, created by Todd Stones in, I think, 1990, although the show ran between 91 and 92, although it had like 100 episodes nearly, 91 yeah, episodes. Yeah. What the hell is that? How do they commission... 70 episodes I know, on the in... off chance of someone not like uh, someone it's liking crazy. a cartoon. It's insane you know, when, to me. When you told me that it was season two, episode four, of it's season two, episode uh-huh. four, like officially. Yes. In On Disney Plus, it's like uh-huh. season one, episode 68. Yeah. Because they, so they split I went, it so weirdly. Yeah. And they split the... Um, they split the seasons based on airing rather than, you know, yeah. if they were made or not, right? Yeah. Um, so it's created by Tad Stones, um, who insists to this day that it's an alternate universe. It's not the same universe as DuckTales, which is insane to me. Well, it, they kind of is in the show because in the Darkwing Duck episodes on DuckTales, it's a TV show. Yeah. So in a way, yeah. In the Darkwing Duck, in the continuity now, yeah. I assume that Darkwing Duck, the this version, happens yeah. after. Yeah, because I think he becomes that's the implication, a yeah. doesn't he? He does, yeah, um, with um, Launchpad joins him as well. Yeah, after his uh, tenure is finished with Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 91 episodes. It's, it's an insane TV show. It was the first... Um, Came around at the same sort of time as Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm, yeah. The first two action orientated um, Disney shows. They were all, you know, like, quote unquote, for children. Yes. Until yeah. this and Rescue Rangers came along. Both with a. Uh, um, Wasn't Tailspin at the same time as well? Yeah. Yeah. Although I still think of that as for kids because that's, that's weird, that show. That's another one I never watched. We'll talk about that at some point, but yeah. <laughs> that is so far removed from its source material. It's really it's weird. It's like, insane to me. If you didn't tell somebody that that was a spin-off of Jungle Book, no, nobody would get that. Nobody would figure yeah, that out. Because not, it's not Baloo. It's just a character named Baloo. Because why, why are they flying planes? It doesn't make any sense. Why? It's a delivery company as well. What... what um... In what yeah. world do, uh, does Baloo and King Louie have anything to do with deliveries? I know it's so it's so weird. <laughs> In the South Seas, like yeah. <laughs> so far away from the jungles that it's like I think King Louie like it's almost like on Hawaii. Yeah, it's really weird because he yeah, because he wears a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Um, it's so weird. So so yeah, Tad Stones thinks it's a uh, alternate universe. He is wrong. 
Like Gizmo it's, Ducks in yeah, this, this yeah. Launchpad McQuack, Scrooge McDuction, Scrooge McDuction, Scrooge <laughs> McDuck is mentioned in a Tiff of the Titans. Yeah, it's, it can't be like if it's like an alternate reality. It's a very very similar alternate reality. Yeah. Like I don't, it's so similar. I don't understand the reason to separate it from anything else. It might as well just be in the same place. There were crossovers later on in the comic series. Um, uh, so you know, in in at least in the comics continuity, it's the same universe. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to not have it. Otherwise, why have Launchpad? Yeah. It do, do, yeah. It's really confusing. Um, what I always loved about Darkwing is the fact that he was film noir. Oh yeah. He yeah. was horror. He was sci-fi. Um, there's lots of um, there's a ton of pop culture references. I think I kind of think like um, Animaniacs and and things like that were kind of this was the progenitor of that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that sort of understanding that kids could get references to. Yeah, um, like it, adults can watch the show and get the references as well. Like it doesn't have mm, to be just be the children watching it. Exactly. Um, I think like there were some really weird things about Duck. Darkwing at the time, in that he's an, a single parent with mm-hmm. an adopted daughter. Yeah, um, which is un, unheard of uh, in in the nineties TV, unless you were a white savior to black kids. Yeah, yeah, or a, or a widower. But like to have a cartoon representation of an adopted dad is a especially with some of the. Um, slightly uh queer coded relationship between um darkwing and launchpad oh yeah yeah which is uh, really <laughs> really evident at times um they especially with the whole riding in the sidecar um element oh, to yeah. uh launchpad's personality why don't, being why don't a, cartoon characters ride in sidecars anymore everybody yeah. used to have a sidecar do you, do you know what I always thought would be funny if, like, um, there was a sidecar on a sidecar for, enough, for a smaller <laughs> character? Oh, they'd have to be twins, wouldn't they? Like, or like the kit, the sort of like if you had Shaggy ride a motorcycle, then Scooby yeah. in the sidecar, then Scrappy in the sidecar's sidecar. <laughs> They've um, probably done that. Most of the episodes of Darkwing are about Darkwing's ego getting in the way of him doing a good job because yeah. he's he's totally obsessed with fame. He wants to be the best superhero. Um, he's got, like, he loves the attention um, and he wants to be a good father, but he also wants to solve mysteries and, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to be the centre of attention. And most of the time that gets in the way of him doing a good job. And then he is sort of, um, he comes to the realisation that he needs to put that to one side in order yeah, to solve yeah. the mystery. Yeah, it's that's great. That- that happens quite a bit in the episode that we watched for this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Very slapstick. Mm-hmm. Um, like, his villains are insane. Um, the only villain that I really know is Negaduck, and that's just because he was in DuckTales. Yeah, Negaduck is his alternate version, uh, alternate version, sort of like bad version. Like yeah. In, yeah. The, in a typical comic way of... Um, making your villain the opposite of you yes which is you know yeah like um uh, negachin in uh fairly odd parents the uh, yeah <laughs> the alternate version of crimson chin you've got negaduck 
um, who was like the evil him from a parallel reality called the Negaverse, which yeah. is a bit stupid. <laughs> you had Megavolt, um, who was Dan Castellaneta. Castellaneta. Castellaneta, which sounds like an instrument. It does, yeah, like a castanet. He basically controls electricity. He's a scientist. You've got... Uh, the liquidator, um, <laughs> who was a salesman in the bottled water industry, um, and then gets ability to control water. He's cool. made of water. He's Aquaman. Uh, Quackerjack, who is like the Joker. He's <laughs> a toy maker. Um, Steelbeak. He's like a 1920s gangster. He's like Hammerhead. <laughs> uh, Tuscanini, who was um, a Hollywood film director who Tus- went mad. Tuscanini? Tuscanini, yeah. That's a, that's a Neopet. There, well, there you go. And, um, but Lilliput, who was voiced by Frank Welker, um, <laughs> who is basically, he's Ant-Man. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. he's got a helmet to control ants and a ray gun to, sh- to make things grow and shrink. Um, Classic. <laughs> Lilliput's crime... Um, Crimes involve normally uh, shrinking things and using them in miniature towns. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's, a, that's a <laughs> he's got some great villains. To do. Like they are proper um, Spider-Man weird science villains or yeah, Batman mad villains. Like the best of both worlds. Um, but I picked as my episode Fungus Among Us, Fungus which Among is very not. Sus. The Incubus, <laughs> or not the Incubus album, Fungus Among Us. Um, I think it actually was Fungus Among Us, the album. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not um, one influenced the other. Oh, uh, they probably this... independently came up with the same idea mm. on the same day. Yeah. Like the two versions of Dennis the Menace. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that was That's insane. That's still insane. It's crazy. Nothing to do yeah. with each other. So this is uh, season two, episode four, but actually the airing it makes it episode 69, yeah. uh, which is not why <laughs> nice. I picked it. <laughs> um, not why I picked it. Um, in the, uh, the episode is basically about uh, a caper where um, a board of directors... Uh, uh, it's so weird it's such a weird episode I I was shocked that this like this board of directors weren't like established characters I thought it was a a team of known villains but then he doesn't know where any of them are they they just all knew for this episode this um, Morgana Macorba it becomes a sort of uh, femme fatale um, throughout the series, she yeah. is a she's in no way related to Morgana Lispe- uh, Dispel, which is weird to me. Well, yeah, um, people aren't related by the first name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it Morgana Dispel? No, uh, Magica, Magica Dispel. Magica Dispel. Yeah, so um, they wouldn't be but, related in any way. <laughs> but they should be kind of they're the same character almost. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, Magica's a bit more of a wicked witch sort of character. I think. I suppose so. Morgana's she's... more of a vampire joker sorceress but she's also a sorceress yeah it's weird she's a witch sorceress vampire businesswoman do you know what vibe she gave me you know that meme of um we saw you from across the bar and thought your vibe was very interesting yeah that (laughs) yeah i can see that yeah um but there's been in saint canard which is where um darkwing lives and works 
uh, there has been a series of capers stealing food. In fact, weirdly, getting animals to steal food, mm. which never comes up again. Yeah, and and ghosts, Go- ghost yeah, dogs, ghost dogs. That, that which doesn't come up either. Really strange. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, but they're all uh, pizza toppings, which Launchpad points out because the fact he wants a pizza because he's a gluttonous idiot. Yeah. Um. And. Um, Darkwing realises that there's only two pizza toppings that they could possibly need to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Mushrooms and green, green peppers, peppers, for some yeah. reason. Um, and that leads them to separate and Launchpad goes to get some find out about green peppers. God knows yeah. where he's going to go. The, the green, green pepper shop. And Darkwing goes to the only place that produces mushrooms. There's in one Saint place Canard. in the entire city that has mushrooms. Macorber Manor, <laughs> which is like an old uh, rickety horror uh, building, which somehow is the industry where they make mushrooms. Yeah. Well, yeah, you need somewhere like damp to make mushrooms, don't you? Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Maybe yeah. that's what they were going for. Maybe. Um, so uh, he meets the board of directors. He gate crashes them. Oh, he goes up some MC Escher steps. As at yeah, first, he does. It's really like, yeah. weird. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 inside of the building is all all messed up. You miss the bit where they're um, stealing uh, sardines from the, from the ocean and get carried oh off by some bats. Oh my god, the yeah. bats! Yeah, wait a minute, the, because they first they find the ghost dogs with the with the pepperoni. Yeah, 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 and they go straight through them. Which the well. One of them goes straight through them, but the other one leaves behind the pepperonis. In Darkwing's mouth. Yeah. And he does this thing where he's like, pepperoni, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. Um, but then they find a swarm of bats who are trying to steal anchovy. Anchovies, that was it, yeah. Um, a whole net of them. No, big anchovies. <laughs> and this, this is, I don't know what the collective term for bats is. Uh, a flock. Something like a that. A belfry of bats. A belfry of bats. A coffin of bats. <laughs> um, belfry is definitely better. So, yeah, these bats are trying to lift up the sardines and they can't do it for some reason. Or they can yeah. do it. I can't remember. Do they do it? Well, they do because they have to cut the net to release oh, them. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then yeah, they just fly yeah. off with an empty net. Yeah, and then they then it's they realise that um, it's the pizza toppings. They, they yeah, need to go yeah. after the mushrooms and green peppers. It's such a stupid episode. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's a weird premise. Yeah. Yeah. So they uh, Darkwing goes to Macorber Manor and goes through the weird building. The whole MC Escher animation was really good. Yeah, that like, was cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I that. Thought, like Darkwing is where Disney animation for TV took a bit of a jump. Yeah, I was thinking that because it was like. Very well produced. Yeah. Because there was like, a, ones before this, you could kind of like see the seams, as yeah. it were. Like you could see where things were stapled together. Like yeah. gummy bears looks yes. like crap. <laughs> it's got so many, gummy bears and ducktails have so many continuity errors. Yeah. That put, um, X-Men the Animated Series to shame. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, this they one go, look, look pretty it good. It looks great. And yeah. it's really, um, it's really stylized. It's like lots of deep purples and blues and black. It looks like um, the same matte painter that did Batman the Animated Series at times. Yeah. With the backgrounds for uh, Darkwing. It's probably not. I can't be bothered to look up. <laughs> if you if you find it out, listener, you can email into us. Um, it, um, it reminded me a bit of the uh, like Looney Tunes spin-off shows. 
like in terms mm. of pacing and the sound effects especially because there's a lot yeah. of like looney tunes ass sound effects in this yeah like, yeah yeah things boinging around and and i think as well with um ducktales like the whole blinky eyes uh, yeah, sound yeah. effect i noticed a few times <laughs> yeah. as well he interrupts a board meeting where there are monsters for want of a better word yeah monsters there's like a frankenstein yeah. and a peter lorry and <laughs> a cavewoman there's always a peter lorry and i can't remember there was a fourth one i can't remember uh, the there's a caveman um, caveman yeah, there's a cavewoman yeah, there's a caveman who yeah. ate eats darkwing's gun eventually yeah <laughs> i think that was and it there was that was the, that was the that was the woman the um the one who oh. turned like the uh, Jekyll and Hyde. The woman who's a woman. pig, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Jekyll and Hyde. So um, you think that it's some sort of horror thing going on, um, and then the 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 chair of the board, a sorceress called uh, Morgana Macorba, who is by duck terms apparently beautiful. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, he uh, ends up falling in love and. Being the subject of Darkwing. Yes. So uh, yeah. he falls in love instantly with her. Um, and uh, do you know what? This episode was so wacky. I can't <laughs> remember what happens next. They kick um, him out. Yeah, they kick him out. And then they're, they're doing something around the city because they get chased by a, by the snake. The cavewoman is a snake. Don't I can't remember... Pad- isn't Launchpad at the place with the green peppers and he's wrapped in webs? Yeah, that's where he was. You know, I that's couldn't work it. out where he was. I thought he was like somewhere inside the building. I thought yeah, he was like spiders... underneath the building. Yeah, he's he's looking for the green peppers and the spiders. There, it's no explanation why they're using animals for this. No, no, it's never really explained. I think it might be just for like a vampire thing. Maybe yeah, it's a familiar sort of yeah. thing, isn't it? Because later in the series, she has familiars. She has a spider that is the same called Archie, yeah. and two bats, and I think they're called Squeak and Eek. <laughs> That's um, good. I like that. Uh, but essentially, Launchpad is being held hostage by the spiders while they steal the uh, peppers, and Darkwing gets webbed up while trying to save him. And Launchpad <laughs> is tr- is trying to convince Darkwing that. Essentially, that there, there's something wrong here. Like this board of directors, um, they're trying. They're the ones trying to steal the pizza toppings. Mm. And then Morgana turns up and saves them. And there's no way she would be able to know that they were there unless she was part of the heist. Um, and Launchpad points that out, and Darkwing doesn't want to believe it. It's a classic sort of. Um, Femme fatale putting one over the PI when the police <laughs> yeah. chief is telling you she's a criminal. Um, and essentially they go back to the uh, Morgana Manor where they find out that the whole episode is just preposterous. That they are making pizza flavoured mushrooms. Mm, yeah. I mean, well, why, why wouldn't that be what they were doing? It, does, um, it, it, it was helpful that it was a complete coincidence that they were getting the mushrooms in order to do this and it didn't actually mean putting yeah. mushrooms on a pizza. No, exactly. And the thing is, not only that, they are carnivorous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have course. to be held in cages. <laughs> yeah. I like how they were carnivorous just as like a side effect of the process. Yeah, But that exactly. wasn't on purpose. Um, so Darkwing and Launchpad bust in... Um, 
Morgana is supposed to poison them, or Darkwing. Uh, otherwise, she will be kicked off the board and she fakes the poisoning because she loves mm. Darkwing. Yeah. Um, and then, basically, Darkwing beats them and then Morgana disappears. Yeah. It's essentially what happens. <laughs> well, they um, th- there's a bit where... They're getting chased up the upper, like the tower, by the mushrooms. This is the snake bit, isn't it? Yeah, where they're getting they get attacked by a snake, and then yeah. all the mushrooms are chasing after them. And they're going up yeah. a building, and Darkwing yells to Launchpad to go get some butter to throw <laughs> oh, at the yeah, mushroom. That's it. That's it. That's how he beats them, isn't it? Go and get yeah. butter. <laughs> throw butter on them, and and they shrink into mushrooms. They shrink into like, and the the board of directors are on mushrooms as well. Yes. Yeah, they're all mushrooms, and they're beaten by a combination of butter and sunlight. Yeah, it's insane. And he, elect- I thought he was going to throw the, the butter on the mushrooms, and the mushrooms would think, oh, we're delicious, and they'll start eating each other, and they'll that would have been better. destroy themselves. But no, he's using it as, like, to conduct lightning at them by yeah, throwing a key into the into a storm. It's so, it's so <laughs> bafflingly complex. It's it's a great episode because it's really it's really funny in the way that it's put together. Like the mystery is quite bizarre. Yeah. Um, but it's insane. It's batshit insane. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it really did, I, I didn't know where it was going. I can say no, that much. No. And there are a lot of episodes like this. There are a lot of episodes where there is there's a genuine mystery in each one. It's yeah. always like film noir primary and then something else secondary. So it might be a Western, or it might be a pirate episode, or it might be a sci-fi, or it might be a horror, and this one just happens to be horror. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time, um, Goslin, uh, his daughter, and Honka, uh, <laughs> who's Honka Muddlefoot, um, who's Goslin's best friend, help out, and they normally are the ones that give him the information in order oh, yeah. to... Yeah. He, she's like the classic Penny character from yeah, um, the uh, the character to make to make the kids watch and think that they're smarter than the adults. Yes, yeah, um, it's a great show. I probably didn't pick the best episode, but I picked the one I could remember. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah, and this one this one always spoke to me because it's like classic horror. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, it, it, I was watching thinking this is a very rich episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, but also like I love Morgana. Um, so Morgana is a. Um, I said it both ways there. Morgana, Morgana. Yes, yeah, no, no, nobody can say that you're doing it wrong. No, exactly. Play both sides. So, <laughs> <laughs> she is. Um, she's essentially a sorceress whose dad is a sorcerer. Um, what, uh, oh, like for, Zatanna what, and Zatara. Yeah, Zatara and Zatara. Is he still Doctor Fate? Is that still a thing? Is he still oh, Doctor Fate, know. or did they stop that? I think she, is she now. She was for a little while. Yeah, she's great. I love Zatara. She's one of my favourite DC characters. Yeah, they've got to put her in a movie. I'm sure. Yeah, they should do a Justice League Dark. Yeah, I don't know why they don't. Like it would. Be, no. I mean, they're doing Gods and Monsters, so it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but what her the thing that turned her to evil sorcery is the fact that she was stood up at the prom. <laughs> uh, which I always feel is like really cool, um, and her dad, who's a big supervillain, all always still uh, sort of com- in the show compares any sort of bout of anger she has to that that fateful day that she <laughs> stood up because that's when she became a horror uh, like a 
sort of like femme fatale evil sorceress. Um, but she joins the Justice Ducks eventually, who are the you know the the Justice League. Effectively. Yeah, but ducks. Yeah, but ducks. Um, who are Darkwing, Gizmo Duck, Morgana, Stegma, who is a as you can imagine a Stegosaurus who's kind of like a dog, um, <laughs> and Neptunia who is a essentially a mutated small fish. Right. <laughs> with two fins that make it look like she's got two twin mohawks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Justice Ducks are good. Uh, they, don't, they don't show up nearly as much as they should do. I feel like we've got... like. Can we talk about how everything in like the DuckTales adjacent universes, uh-huh. everybody names themselves after the thing that they are? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Everybody's last name has something to do with uh, being a duck or yeah. duck-related paraphernalia. It's like if everybody on Earth, their last name had something to do with human or a thing that a human did. <laughs> it's like... What's the scientist called? I can never remember his name from DuckTales. Oh, um... Gearloose. Gyro Gearloose. Gyro Gearloose. He, yeah. had, he doubled it up. Yeah. <laughs> he doubled it up big time. Um, yeah, there's lots of them. Like Magicka Dispel, that's yeah. a great one. Um, <laughs> who else have you got? Uh, Big Time Beagle, who is oh, another I love Frank Wilkins. Uh, Mrs. Feathersby, yeah, uh, she's great in the remake. Yeah, she's um, actually got a character in the remake. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Any Bank Job Beagle is P- uh, Peter Cullen's one, the guy who voiced uh, Optimus Prime. Oh, really? Um, Bubba the Cave Duck. Do you remember the Bubba the Cave Duck? I do remember Bubba the Cave Duck, yeah. Um, who else? I oh, love so the... Good. I love the naming behind it. Mrs. Beakley. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it, it's, there's an episode. I think it's um the one where Louis is trying to join like a tech startup. Mm. And the guy, the CEO of the company is just called Mark Beaks. Like he's, <laughs> like he's just the most like normal name. <laughs> Mark Beaks. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there were any others. No, this is not good podcasting. Just yeah, it doesn't thinking. matter. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I really like Darkwing. This is not the best. It's not held up as well as I'd hoped it did. Hmm. Um, we need to talk about, though, the theme tune. It's a uh, good theme tune, isn't it? I would say one of the top five theme tunes uh, yeah. in animation of all time. Like, Rescue Rangers is great. It has the same sort of vibe that, like, yeah, yeah. if you change the lyrics, it would have made a passable song. It's, um, like, theme songs where the singer just gets really, really into it. Yeah. You know, like, um, Extreme Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love it when they just, like, start, like, belting. <laughs> Jason the Wheeled Warriors. So excited about it. The theme tune to Jason the Wheeled Warriors is so much better than anything the cartoon ever did. It's insane Uh, to me. The theme song to Mighty Max is crazy as well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They don't do that anymore. You don't get somebody 80s hair metal singing about the episode of the show anymore. So I'm going to tell you something. Evan watched uh, that Spider Friends program. You know the yeah. one that's done by the same people who do uh, the the dog thing. What's yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. And Fallout Boy did the did the yeah, no, end yeah. theme to it. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
What is yeah. happening here? <laughs> yeah. He calls it. He likes watching it, but he prefers the other Spider-Man. He calls it the Baby Spider-Man. I want to watch the Baby what, Spider-Man what it is, today. Isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. He's watching X Men at the moment. We're up. We've just finished season two, so he's just he was a little bit scared of Sinister because oh. he had fangs <laughs> and stuff, and he was reforming himself on the beach. He um he he watched the Mojo episode, and he turned to me and said, "Daddy," and I was like, "Yep, yeah, Evan, what is it?" And he was like, "Who is this big fellow who looks like an octopus?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you are my child." Um. <laughs> Yeah, Mojo in the Mojo's a weird character to put in the animated series. Yeah, though. but that episode's so good. Like Dazzler's in it, Spirals in it, Major Domo's in it, Longshot. It's like a real. That's one good thing about the X Men animated series. Mm. This probably would have been better last episode. Um, <laughs> Maybe yeah. That there's lots of cameos. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Darkwing Duck. Uh, that theme tune is just synonymous with my enjoyment of it. I think a lot of people um, have remember nothing but the theme tune. Mm, yeah, probably. Um, or the um, the NES game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the NES game was good. Did you ever play the TurboGrafx-16 game? No. The graphics on that game, the graphics on that game are superb. They're really great, but the game is so weird. Like you, um, the, Is that the one uh, they played on Continue, or did they play the NES one? I think they played the NES one, because okay. it's, it's really hard, the NES yeah. one. Um, it's like Mega Man on crack, um, mm, yeah. but the TurboGrafx-16 yeah, one, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. All of the Disney one, like Goof Troop, um, the Rescue Rangers game, yeah, Tailspin, uh, Tailspin game. Tailspin well, yeah. Tailspin's uh, hard. That's a yeah. really difficult game. Um, but the TurboGrafx-16 one has great graphics, but its, in, in, it's invincibility frames turn themselves randomly on and off. Mm. So um, you can't, when you jump on a character, sometimes it doesn't register and it just... Uh, assess it, it gives you assigns damage. Yeah, it's, it's really like... weird. I played it around my friend's house when I was younger. Um, wow, your friend really had a Turbo Graphics. Jeez, was he yeah. there? He had a Turbo Graphics sixteen and a three DO. Wow. Yeah. God damn. Living only a mansion. child. Only a child. Golden mansion. <laughs> only child who got everything he wanted. He was not my friend for very long. Um, <laughs> but he even did. had a Sega Saturn, didn't he? I don't think he did, but it was. The f- I remember the fir- it was the first time I was allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead around his house. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah. and everything changed. <laughs> what did you think of the episode? I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I wanted to see more of like the outer world of yeah, uh, new wherever it's called. No, Saint Canard. Yeah, Saint Canard. I wanted to see more of that, but I enjoyed it. You do in a lot of the other episodes. This one is laser focused on a case, which yeah, is kind of yeah. why I picked it because it's like it's very Darkwing Duck heavy. Yeah, um, <laughs> like he's not very funny in this episode. I would say that the episode is entertaining, but not really that funny. Yeah, I think I had like a uh, expectation in my mind that he was going to be the sort of um, bungles his way into solving things. Like he's not that effective. But he's and not. Some, he's somebody capable. else is it for him. But yeah, he's, he does it himself. He's, he's yeah. a proper, he's a good hero. Which um, and I think I've been a bit blinded by that being a trope in so many other things, like Inspector yeah. Gadget and that. Yeah. it's it, And this is why it was slightly different. Like, he's a serious character. And yeah. Launchpad, although he is, you know, slightly Launchpad-y, he's very yeah. stupid, um, is still very capable and points out things. And the kids are very capable. And it was like... It was a bit of a um, sort of a juxtaposition with everything else I'd watched when I was a kid, where there was, mm. like you say, 
Inspector Gadget is shit, but Penny help Penny and Brain help him all the time, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or um, like even Rescue Rangers when um, Gadget's the Gadget's the brains, someone's the leadership, someone's mm, the comic yeah. relief, someone's always getting them into trouble, that sort of thing. Um, one of yeah. them's a drug addict. Yeah, Jack with his <laughs> with his with his drugs. Um, but yeah, in terms of, I'd probably give this like a seven point five. Yeah. Um it it was a it was a good episode but I get the feeling that if I watched much more of Darkwing I would grow very swiftly tired of it. Again. Yeah, I mean and also there's like 600 episodes like you'd get tired yeah. of it eventually. Like I can't um, see anybody binging through Darkwing Duck at this point. No, cuz there's I so much s- of it. I could see if they were going ahead with the remake, which I'm. It's never. I'm never sure if they are or not. I don't because, think it's. I don't think it's going to happen because. Um, like, I. It's a shame, but I feel like the, that, that little golden age of Disney animation that we had, yeah. between like 2014 to 2020. Yeah. I think it's done now because they keep cancelling things. Yeah, because I mean, Our House is finished. Yeah. Gravity Falls finished a while ago. Uh, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse is finished. Yeah. There's that ghost one that I can't remember the name of, but I've watched a couple no. of episodes and it's fun. It's a fun show. Kiff's good. I enjoyed Kiff, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're going to do any more. I feel no, like it's which... done at this point. Um, are they doing any more of the DuckTales series? No, that's done. Yeah. It's finished. So sad. Yeah. So sad because it's so good. I know. Another, yeah. One, yeah. another one when there's 69 episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the sweet sweet spot. Do you remember that thing on um, uh, Disney where they would do a certain amount of episodes and then just cancel the show? I mean, yeah, that would just that's be animation. It. Yeah, that's like, animation. no, they did it with everything. They thought that there was like a sweet spot of how many episodes they should make for a show, and then they would just cancel it. So like, um, even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire have got the same yeah. amount of episodes because they just said yeah. we're done now. That's all you're getting. I do admire that in a little way. Yeah, it's like. It's Something good to that. know when it's going to happen, mm. but they still never ended the shows with yeah. that in mind, which is weird. I th- yeah, I think that's a real shame that um, if you're going to do that, you have to stick to an ending. Like yeah. Star Trek always try and aim for seven seasons, right? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes never get there, but seven is their magic number for some reason, and they always end it at seven, and they have a um, they have a plan to yeah. get there, yeah. a loose plan. Um have you watched ending... the new Lower Decks yet? No, I haven't. It's I haven't. good. It's really good. I haven't watched half of season three. Um, just one of those things. I didn't think season three was as good as season two. I enjoyed um, it. I'll probably go back to watch it. Yeah. I and part of it was um, I didn't have Amazon Prime, uh, so I didn't get any free uh, Paramount Plus with it. Oh, right. Um, yeah. And yeah. I always think, like, yeah, I could pirate it, but then... I'd have to pirate it. I'm, I'm essentially lazy. I'd have to pirate it, and then I'd have to cast it to the TV, and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, I uh, I use my phone. My phone does, like, the d- double screen thing. Yeah. So I just do that, and then turn my phone upside down so I can't see the screen. <laughs> yeah. I should probably do that. Um, yeah. What you, you know, not that, not that weird. Like, not that illegally. we're advocating yeah. pirating. Yeah, of course not, no. Uh, <laughs> it was hypothetical. It was a hypothetical situation. What we what we really want is for you to give money to the blood-sucking companies that yeah. <laughs> don't pay people well. But that's yeah, what exactly. we really nudge, nudge, wink, wink want you <laughs> to do. Um, what would you give Darkwing? Um, this episode, I would give it a six. 
But I get yeah. the feeling that if I watched a more daytime oriented episode where yeah. you got into his alter ego and stuff, I think I'd enjoy yeah. it a bit more. I think the thing is, I'd give the character a nine. Yeah, that's the character's what, uh, that's cool. What I, I really like the character. Uh, his design is so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just insane to me that how good that character design is because it's been ripped off of the sh- by the sh- uh, from the shadow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like it's got a it's got like the colours of the Phantom and the Domino mask and the the big hip brimmed hat really works well. It's just great. It's just yeah. a great design. You it can came tell, at exactly you, the right time. You can tell though that why a lot of people who never watched Darkwing Duck thought it was Donald Duck yeah. as a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. He's probably got like bigger cheek pouches. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that's different. I don't know what that's called in the duck. Um, jowls. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to take a break and we'll come yeah. back and talk about DuckTales? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right. We'll see you later, guys, in about five seconds. <laughs> I'm not putting a five-second ad in. No, what you've got to do is put the theme tune to Darkwing Duck in. Oh, yeah. Or somebody quacking. <laughs> Just random quacking ducks. <laughs> Fine. Do that. All right. Absolutely <laughs> Quackshot starring Donald Duck. Sega Genesis. Streets of Rage. Sega Genesis. Go with Quackshot. Streets of Rage. Just two hot names of the games, games, games. Sega Genesis system and games sold separately. Welcome back, Duck fans. <laughs> you, uh, I don't know. Ducking losers. Yeah, get the <laughs> get the duck out of our podcast. Um, what the duck? No, please stay. Please stay. Um, it would be excellent if you stay. Oh, God. I don't I know, like that one. I know. That was <laughs> terrible. Uh, okay. So we are back to talk about ducks, because that's what we do, apparently. Yeah. And we're going to talk <laughs> duck hounds. Yeah. I like how we're duck hounds and not toon ducks. Oh, there. Yeah, that would... Yeah. Oh, a duck hound would look awful, wouldn't it? Like a dog with a beak. Oh. It'd be like a pug. Oh, like yeah. yeah or a like, duck-billed platypus. It would be, like, purposely bred to look like mm. just the freakiest little awful, horrible creature. Yeah. Do you think a duck like Do you think a duck hound would lay eggs? Or would it, like... Probably. Would it be live birth? Because, I mean, platypus is... No, no, no. Is... No, no. It, yeah, it would be a live birth. Would it Not be a live, like live birth? recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's live-streamed. <laughs> anyway, now that we've solved that mystery... Yeah, of this mythological... <laughs> duck hound um yeah we're gonna talk about duck tales yeah the good one uh the, but right so here we go they yeah. were both good were they i'm gonna like this is a serious question were they because <laughs> i think they were good at the time right? yeah at the time yeah but we were stupid it was 1987 people didn't know what was going on i think the film is great i think i the think film... it lulls in the middle by yeah. a, a really big it's very saggy middle yes yeah, but the in the the whole opening, the Indiana Jonesy opening, is great. Yeah, it's um, it, that's the most like Karl Barks for part of the entire movie, yeah. which yeah. is what makes it good. Yeah, but the the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Huh. I when I was watching it, I was thinking I would have loved this movie as a kid if I was sick, like, or like, if I'd been to the dentist and had something done. <laughs> I'd come home and want to watch this on the telly because this is the most. Why like, specifically? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. 
but it's just because you couldn't get up and change the channel. Yeah, it gives me that vibe. It's like um, the Tom and Jerry movie has the same vibe to it. Oliver and Company has it as well. It's this Mm. cosy movie where nothing seems to happen for like forty minutes of it. Cats don't dance. uh, Rover Dangerfield are the same. Yeah, it's mo- it's a movie where you could watch it as a kid and not have to pay any attention to anything that's happening, but you'd still enjoy it. This film suffers from having too many characters because you've got to have the genie in- uh, interact with Webby, with the the triplets, with Scrooge. Yeah, uh, you've got Launchpad in it. You've got the- I can't remember the butler's name. Um, yeah, the butler, whatever his the name butler, is. The butler, who's a beagle. Yeah. Um, and Mrs. Feathersby. That's her name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and uh, Mrs. Beakley. And... Beakley, yeah. Yeah, and yeah they're, and... they're all in it. Like they, they got the entire cast in. And yeah. plus some um, celebrity voice guests oh, as well. Christopher Christopher Lloyd does really good voice acting. He do, he's such a good villain in cartoons. He's so good. And I really like the guy who voices Dijon. Yeah. He was a He's bit racist. really funny. But... <laughs> it, yeah, he reminded me of Benny from The Mummy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, very. Uh, it was um, uh, nineteen ninety racism. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this he... um, I found interesting. Uh, predated yeah. Aladdin. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. but also predated Hercules. Yeah, and th- th- when the launch when Launchpad flies the plane and it does the pillars, yeah, that's, that's exactly Hercules. the same yeah. lean, uh, scene as Hercules. Yeah, Disney except Hercules wasn't that... in a in a plane; he just no. leaned on it. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but Disney have a habit of doing this, like with their properties that aren't as well received, they will just fucking recycle stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do um, all the time. Yeah, and it's interesting that um, the voice of Genie. Is like Rick Taylor, Robin, but it's Robin Williams light, isn't it? And then they think, mm, let's get Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, it's, it makes you think, doesn't it? That they just um, yeah, they do, they recycle things all the time. But uh, the the plot of this is that Scrooge McDuck has been searching for the treasure of Collie Barber for the last Collie forty Barber. years, which is another one where it's just you're named after the thing that you are uh-huh, in the in the yeah. Ducktales universe. Yeah, so you'd be called like. Richard Mann in this, <laughs> in this universe. Richard Mansters. Yeah, Richard Mansters. And they uh they they think they found the the tra- the lost treasure it's a treasure map and there's a um a, the guy Dijon who uh, is working for Christopher Lloyd whose name I can't remember in this. But he's like the back Mar- Morlock? Murlock. Is it Murlock? Murlock. Murlock. Yeah. Murlock. Yeah, you're right. He's working for him and um he tells them that they found a treasure map, and it's like going to get him to the to the lost treasure. And they go and find the the, the duck family manages to find the treasure, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a lamp, and you can kind of tell where it's going because when there's a magic when there's a lamp, there's going to be a genie. And the whole episode is about the whole movie is about getting a genie. Yeah. But I watched this after watching a couple of episodes of, of 2017 Duck Tales, yeah. and all I could keep thinking was. This would just be one episode of DuckTales, this entire movie. Like, yeah. And nothing magical that happened in it would be taken as being strange or magnificent. Yeah. In any way. It would just be like Scrooge would just happen to have a magic lamp somewhere in his mansion that he'd gotten yeah. somewhere years ago. But in a way, I was right because there's a season three episode, Quack Pack, of DuckTales, which is I've this, it's this movie. 
it's um Donald finds the magic lamp inside the house and makes a wish that everything would go back to just that he would have a normal life. And right. it, it turns into the TV show Quack Pack, where, he's, where they've just got a normal life and, and Goofy's there and it's the goof troop Goofy. That's really insane. Yeah. And it's not it's the genies in it, the same genie from This Is In It. It's the, it's just this movie, but as one single 25-minute episode. That's absolutely insane. It's crazy. Do you know what I thought <laughs> as I was watching it? And bear in mind, I'm watching this with the hindsight of having to watch the 2017 programme. Yeah. Um, wouldn't this be better if the kids had personality? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to get into. Which is my into. biggest the, problem. The Huey, Dewey and Louie in the 1987 series, they're just the same person. They're, like, yeah, they're, they're, they've, con- they've got no person, like changes to anything that they do like they are yeah. literally the same person they're, no I, agency um, no uh no motivation no they've got nothing and webby nothing. is just the worst character in the entire yeah. show oh yeah like, stick a bow on her head yeah just uh, the, yeah girl character yeah there you go mm-hmm. and um i watched it with subtitles as you do mm-hmm. and there's a bit yeah. at the start where they're screaming while they're going in the plane and yeah. this the subtitles said louis said something but none of right. them are on screen so how did the subtitle know that it was Louis? I think he just guessed. I think he must right. have just guessed. Because like, there's no it's, way he um, would know. It's a stark comparison between this and the 2017 cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's, because it's so Danny Hoody and um, Ben Schwartz and... Bobby uh, Moynihan. What's it? Bobby Moynihan do such good jobs at making them distinct. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, Huey is... Yeah, the personalities of, like, Huey, Dewey and Louie are really well thought out in this to be... They're like facets of Scrooge McDuck's personality. Yeah. That's, I think that's why they're good adventurers with him, because each of them has something to, that is directly related to Scrooge. Like, um, yeah. Dewey's the adventurer. He's the one who yeah. wants to become famous and become, like, an explorer. Yeah. Huey is, like, the responsible leader type. Who is also like really logical to the yeah like, he's like the he's, he's the neurodiverse character yeah. as well isn't he definitely yeah. and um, Louis is the most like Scrooge I yeah think. He's, he's he's the one who's gonna like, take over the business at the end he this cracked me up in the episode where yeah. they were like and he was like we'll get the treasure and Scrooge's yeah. like there's no treasure and he was like bye then <laughs> <laughs> Louis out <laughs> it was so good and yeah, the voices are so they're similar. To the point mm. where you would believe they were brothers because yeah. they're all done with the same inflection. And I think, like, once you've seen enough animation, you know that they are they have worked on that, yeah. making yeah. themselves sound similar enough to be brothers. Yeah. But they are still very much their own identities. And Kate Micucci is so good as Webby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So good. Because, like, Webby is nothing in 1987. No. She was just cute blank state. Blank slate. She liked tea parties and playing with dollies and it was yeah. all just very like oh have you ever spoken to a child before in your entire life like even you in 1987 you can have my teapot yeah i mean even in like 1987 yeah it was such like a 1940s idea of what a little girl would be like it's really yeah. strange yeah, she's got a bow on her head, she wears pink, yeah. she ha- loves tea parties, she has lots of dolls. Like, she is the antithesis of what a, a character is. Yeah. And it really fucking annoys me. Yeah, if, um, if 2017 Webby met 1987 Webby, she'd beat her up. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and everyone would feel that she is absolutely right to do so. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> she is a wet man. And, uh, like, it was a real hard time watching cartoons um, in the 80s for girls. And, yeah. You know, yeah. just women in general, right? Because, yeah. you know, women were watching. Yeah, because you were either like, well. you were the little sister or the mom. Or the princess. Yeah. Right? And this is why. I think there is this weird sort of why th- stuff like this is why sexism prevails because you can't get behind a character like that even no, as yeah. like let's from our own point of view Webby is not our favorite character in the originals because there's nothing to like No there isn't and she's she's just irritating all the time like she had no there was no like aspects of her personality where you think I'm glad that she's in this episode because she just kind mm. of she just ruined things constantly. But when we think about modern women characters in um, animation, w- those characters are so strong. Yeah. So strong and are not defined by their gender, crucially. Yeah. They yeah. could they could be a male character. They could be a, fe- uh, a female character. It doesn't make a difference. They could be a transgender character. They could be a non-binary character. Yeah, they, they like, um, I think there's like a level to it that you need to hit which um, most, I think most things do get it where there is like the aspect mm. of femininity without the femininity mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. a negative aspect of their character. Yes. But in this, Webby being a girl is her entire thing is yep. that she's a little girl. And it's like written by people who didn't really have any kind of knowledge of what being a little girl is like. Because yeah. it was all written by like people who were children in... It could have been like the fifties or sixties when this was being written. Like they yeah. didn't. I don't think any of them knew what they were doing. Because no. I'm sure that in like 1987, kids weren't still really obsessed with having tea parties. I. Uh, do you know what? My son went through. Evan went through a period of wanting to do tea parties with his. Um, yeah. With his toys, right? How old is Wendy meant to be? I know. Like <laughs> five. I don't get it because six think... way past the age where that would be interesting. Yeah, right? way past the age where that would be a like a character trait. Mm. In but multiple Sid's sister episodes, it's <laughs> written like it in Toy Story as well. Like yeah. she is at least what eight, nine, yeah, she, ten. Yeah. All she cares about is dolls and tea parties. She's weird. a non-character. Yeah, I don't get it. It's really strange. So weird. But oh, Webby why is that, why like... was that a thing? I don't know. But <laughs> Webby in 2017 is interesting. Yeah, Webby like, in 2017 is cool. <laughs> but she's got all the best characteristics of all the twi- uh, of the triplets. Yeah, and she also... Um, she, uh, in a combination. She kind of acts as like the audience surrogate, who's like yeah. new in this this world, because she like, before the pilot episode, she she's kind of like raised in isolation and doesn't have any friends. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the 2017 Webby is probably the best character from the reboot yeah i mean her and dewey are the best characters it's it's really hard because they are it's hard to pick a favorite for me because they are all so good yeah they've all got like um, they all manage to have their own like focus episodes every so often as well wait like if you you watch an episode where it was just huey in an episode you don't think where are dewey and louie because you you like all of them well, that was what I used to like about the Justice League cartoon. You used to, they used to sub out a character 
And then you used to think, oh, Martian Manhunter hasn't been in this episode. And yeah. then the next episode, he'd be a main yeah, person. Yeah. And they would rotate them so you never got bored. And Batman was absent for like a few, a, a decent few episodes mm. where they would focus on Flash and Green Lantern. And you'd think, oh, they've not, he's not been in it for a while. And you would grow to appreciate the absences because mm. you would learn to miss the character. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's great. Yeah. It's a great it's a, idea. It's a good way always of doing do it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, DuckTales episode that we watched is um the mm. is it the mystery of Mount Everest the curse of Mount Mis- Everest something of Mount Everest uh, the yeah something something yeah Neverest, I can't yeah it's just Neverest Neverest um yeah uh, Scrooge McDuck takes the takes the triplets and launch pad to the the top of Mount Everest because he mm. wants to scale to the very top uh, to say that he's done it basically there's no treasure or anything it's just the adventure and mm. um. It, there's like a like a mountain village, like a log which has been built at the top of Mount Everest, which she wasn't very impressed mm. about. There's like a few different things, reasons why they're there for the characters. Mm-hmm. Like Scrooge wants to do it for the for the glory of get of scaling Mount Everest. Yeah, Huey for a specific reason that's revealed later. Yeah, Huey wants to get his junior cartography badge for the junior woodchucks. Yeah, which is like his thing in the series. Yeah. Uh, Webby wants to go sledding. Uh, when she brought up her list of things to do, High Five a Brontosaurus was on it, and I yeah. cracked off at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really good. And Dewey just wants to help Webby go sledding properly, basically. Which I think is really nice. I as do well. as well, yeah. They've like, got such a good friendship, the two of them. Yeah, it's really great. Like, what? Are they cousins? They're not cousins, are they? Oh, Because well, she's a is... Vanderbeek. Now, this is getting into like proper. Vanderquack. This is getting into proper story spoilers. Oh, right, okay. So I, I, I might say. I'd, yeah, pause people here. might not have watched it. Yeah, if you haven't watched, watched it, it, just skip ahead like, I don't know, like 20 seconds. Uh-huh. Now, it's been a while since I've watched the last episodes of Duck's House, but I believe that Webby is a clone of Scrooge. <laughs> so I haven't watched them all. Yeah. I've watched ones here and there because it's a very um, like when it was on. Like yeah, Evan was watching it, and I would like not when it was on because that would have been too early. But like when um, he was younger, I used to stick it on for him quite a lot, and I used to come in and watch the odd episode with him. Um, and they, I always loved it, and I always thought I should really go and watch the whole series. Yeah. But I yeah. never did. But that is batshit. Bat yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I won't, I won't, in case people did skip ahead and they didn't yeah. skip ahead too far, I won't say yeah, what it was. we're not talking about it anymore. But it was insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they've all got like, their own reason. Louis uh, wanted to go to the top of the mountain to get the treasure of Mount Everest, but then mm-hmm. after hearing it doesn't exist, just gave up and went to the <laughs> went to the spa. I love that. I do I love well. that. I love yeah. that he's supposed to be like, uh, you know, between 10 and 13. Yeah. And he thought, I want to go get hot chocolate and go to the spa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, fun fact: uh, youngest of the of the three brothers, Louis is. Oh, really? Yeah, there are by uh, three seconds. Oh. Uh, Huey is the oldest. Dewey is the middle child, and Louis is the youngest. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, which which explains why they are called Huey, Louis, and Dewey. Yeah. Huey, Dewey, and Louis. Huey, Dewey, that and wouldn't Louis. be a, Huey, Louis, yeah. and Dewey. Um, also, David Tennant. So good, fantastic, brilliant. Pick Scrooge yeah. McDuck, right? And yeah. I think like Beck Bennett's really good as Launchpad as well. Yeah, he does like, a great voice. Yeah, he's he's far enough away from Terry McGovern mm. without it being 
obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love his design. I love that he's like muscly in this one as well. Yeah. He's like, he's not just broad. He's like proper muscly. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, I kept thinking this is Duck Crash Space Danger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he absolutely is. Um, oh, I had a, another fact thing, but it's completely gone out of my head now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, That's probably my fault. It'll come back. I'll think of it later. Um, they're going up the mountain and, um, mm-hmm. They've got Launchpad with them, and he's wearing like the big. Well, Launchpad has just been um, swindled by somebody who looks a lot like Dijon from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's been made to wear all, all by all of this stuff to stop himself from getting ice fever, uh, which isn't real. And mm. he he put, he's like really really piled up, and he gets stuck by, through a doorway trying to get up the mountain. And ends up being like flung backwards and going back down the mountain, go, like sliding down towards the log. So funny. Which is really funny. And they just like, where's where's Launchpad gone? <laughs> Scrooge asks him for something, and they all turn around, and he's sliding down. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, <"Whoa!" laughs> and he ends up in a sauna, and he thinks that him being hot in the sauna is a symptom of ice fever. So now, yeah, Launchpad is just like stumbling yeah. around. <laughs> He gets um, condensation on his goggles and yeah. instead of lifting them up, just goes ahead with it and thinks <laughs> yeah. that that's the ice blindness, snow blindness. Yeah, which is very funny. Like that, it cracks me up every time. <laughs> really good. And he's like, he like goes underwater. He, th- he like collapses in the pool. And then like five seconds later, he back and says, no, I won't be defeated by ice fever. <laughs> when he touches the pig and he's like, oh, is he Yeti? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Launchpad is such a good character in this. It's really good. Um, there's a uh, there's a podcast I found out today. There's a oh, I saw this. Yeah, it's yeah. called This Duckberg's Life, mm-hmm. which is like a parody of This American Life, where Huey is um, hosting a podcast about things that are going on in Duckburg. Mm. And the first episode is them going through Launchpad's answering machine of of him like sending messages to himself and people calling him to ask him stuff and the first one he has is him going like if your hands were your feet and your feet were your hands would your hand feet smell as bad as your feet hands or would they not smell at all (laughs) (laughs) it's like call me back later and we'll discuss but it's a message to himself (laughs) that is crash space don't you it's it's crash (laughs) every like big character with a big chin is just crash space yeah Yeah. Do you think we like stole some ideas from people? Oh, it's definitely a subconscious thing. It must be, yeah. <laughs> so um they're going up the mountain and um Huey is like cartographing everything. He's mm-hmm. like he's doing a map. And there is a bit in this where he's holding the map up and you get like a split second shot of him looking at the map and he's written WTD over the top of it. So it says what the duck <laughs> but when you get see that. when you get a better closer look of the map later on, you don't see it's like be removed, so it's only in this one shot. Which is, mm-hmm. I'm glad they got away with that, putting what yeah. the duck on something. Yeah. Oh, that was the thing I wanted to say. I was watching with the subtitles. Yeah, and the whoever was doing the subtitles could not understand Scrooge McDuck. Really? Yeah, because every time there was like a, a mistake in the subtitle, it was something that Scrooge McDuck was saying. There's a bit where he says dinner worry at the end and they put tell your buddy oh god which that's that's not what he said 
Why and they not do... ask someone? Yeah, they do it multiple times where they just completely get get it wrong. It's really funny. Like there's um when they're jumping on the sled at the end yeah. and they're shouting now and they jump and Scrooge shouts now. They thought Scrooge was shouting no, which completely changes the entire context of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Because so if you like were li- like were hard of hearing and watching this with the subtitles, that means that Scrooge didn't want them jumping on the sled. He was gonna like leave them to die. So that was a choice. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh yeah. Hire better people to do stuff like this. Yeah, I was watching thinking I could do this. Yeah. Hire me, Disney, and then don't pay me. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I'm gonna leave that You're in. Welcome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We don't edit. Yeah. There's no yeah. need to edit anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm known for not editing anything and then really badly splicing the bits together so it sounds like it goes in one fluid motion. Yeah. Where people's just... personality and emotion just changes on a dime because I had to cut out <laughs> about 10 minutes of us talking about some bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this episode's great, isn't it? It's I this I picked this episode because I wanted to do one that wasn't connected in any way to the greatest storyline of Ducktales, yeah. especially season one, which is all about yeah. them trying to find their mother. Yeah, I wanted it to be like completely disconnected from all of that, and something that would had a good way of showing all of the personality traits of the triplets. Oh my god, it easily does. Yeah, and, this is but, like, and Scrooge as well. Like yeah. when they find when you find out about. Um, the explorer and he's he's the Neverest Ninny. Yeah. Um, the funniest bit is when he steps over the body to prove oh, yeah. that he's gone further. Yeah. That's so. It's, that's dark. That <laughs> is dark. Because even the twins um, comment on it. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> it's um, so good. I re- I love the bit where uh, Waby goes off to find the exit and she just like appears two seconds later. Yeah. She's around a hole. It's like, yeah. She's the they, best explorer you, out of all of them. Yeah, well, she's she's the best out of the kids. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's the most competent. Um, that it's episode, close, though, because they're all good. Yeah, that episode where they're in the uh, the fun park, the amusement yeah. arcade, and she get like goes like all Rambo and like captures all of the Beagle boys. It's really good. That's a great episode. That's an but early again, one as well. But again, like not. Not relying on the fact that she is a girl. Yeah, it's more. It's relying on the fact that she's a nutter. Like she's yeah. <laughs> like she's unhinged. She's an absolute insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which that is ep- great. When I think it's it's it might be the pilot episode where she um they're playing like cops and robbers sort of game. Where, mm-hmm. Wow, did you hear that car then? I Jeez. did. I did. I did. Christ. Where they're playing that cops and robbers sort of game, and she's got like. Like night vision goggles, and she's hanging off the ceiling and stuff. Yeah, oh, it's great. I love Webby. Webby's a good character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the thing of this episode is that they find out Scrooge was the Neverest Ninny, and he was uh seventy five years ago after he'd made his first million. So Scrooge McDuck is like a hundred and ten years old at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy five years ago, after he'd made his first million, he decided he wanted to do something spectacular, like something adventurous, and he hired. George Malady, a parody on George Mallory, to yeah. get him to the top of Mount Everest. And George Malady was like an egotist who just insulted him constantly and shouted at him because he was carrying too much stuff with him. 
which, which is fair. Which is fair because he did have like an entire house worth of stuff on his back. Yeah, and his yeah. money, his money belt, which is like a chest of gold yeah. coins, stuck to his belt. And he uh, he leaves him behind, and he, George Malady perishes on the um the route of Mount Everest, which um, which is weird because he wears that t shirt. No, he carves on the thing. Um, Curse you, McDuck. Yeah. It wasn't Scrooge's fault that they no, it all died up there. No, he left him. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, um, he says, like, if I had a, a nickel for all the people who've cursed me with their dying breaths, I'd be <laughs> twice as rich as I am already. Yeah. <laughs> the two, my two favourite Scrooge McDuck parts in this are that. And where they, at the very start of the episode, they said they're doing this instead of, um, being at home for Christmas waiting for Santa Claus and he says Santa Claus isn't allowed in my house he, <laughs> he knows, knows what he did, what he did. <laughs> <laughs> which actually comes back later there's a yeah. Christmas episode later on where you find out why <laughs> Scrooge McDuck and Santa Claus have got a rivalry it's really good yeah there's a nice um, bit of continuity in this episode I think with um why Scrooge McDuck is acting the way he is we'd like telling them to leave things behind and like mm-hmm. Huey having to rein him in because he's letting his rivalry with this dead guy cloud his judgments, which is what Huey tells him at one point. Say, like, he's been dead for 75 years. Just get over it. Nobody's even used the word ninny in 75 years. (laughs) (laughs) I really like this episode. It's so good. It's it's such like a... It really is, like, I think one of the best examples of all of them as characters in the early yeah. seasons, before, like, the, the plot starts taking more of a centre stage. Yeah. Because there's, there's later episodes which are, like, you get into who the characters are, but on a person-to-person basis, really. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the tech startup episode is really a Louis episode. There's, like, episodes where it's all about Dewey. Yeah. But this is, like, I... this is a triplets episode, I think. Yeah. Even if Louis isn't in it that much. Yeah. I mean, but it it does just show that sometimes you only need one joke with a character to yeah, really make yeah. them stick in the mind. Yeah. And you uh, also get him, like, um, swindling the swindler at the end as well, showing yeah, off his, his cunning, which is a good bit. Yeah. It also, like, the kindness of helping Launchpad as well. Yeah. Like, he didn't yeah. have to do that. Yeah, he just does um, it out of the goodness of his own heart. He helps his um, local yeah. simpleton to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they get, they're getting up the mountain, and they've gone past this one cave, like, several times. Bunny Rock, which looks like a demon. And um, <laughs> Huey writes down, I'll call it Bunny Rock. And then like, all the snow falls off, and it looks much. And he goes, I'll yeah. still call it Bunny Rock. Yeah, and when they get lost in the thing and they come out and it's like, it's that bunny rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there again. So it turns out nobody can reach the top of Mount Everest because there are portals all over the mountain mm. which prevent people from getting to the top. And the whole place is like falling down. It's like rickety. Like you step on one thing and not everything is just, just collapsing. And Huey has to like yell at his uncle to stop him from just being a dickhead all the time yeah. with about getting to the top of his mountain because he's endangering everybody and it doesn't matter like if it, whoever gets to the top of the mountain who cares it doesn't matter who gets to the yeah. top you've got further than anyone else has in the ever just take that as a win and it seems to be getting like working for him but mm-hmm. then um huey no dewey and Webby are jumping through portals at the top of the mountain to try to get like the best place where they can like throw their go down on a sled. 
and he just like uh, screws just thinks well this is how i'm getting to the top then and he jumps off the, <laughs> jumps off the side of the mountain and ends up close to the top but no matter what he could what he does he can't get to the summit yeah. The mountain just won't let you get to the summit. It's, you can't. It's impossible. You can't do it. But then everything starts collapsing around them, and it starts an avalanche, and they have to jump on the sled to get down. And there's a great bit where they're going down on the sled, and they go like screaming, and they're going "phew," and they're screaming again, and then "phew," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was really good. That looks like a cartoon thing. Yeah, well, this it's is just a great it's, episode. It's all fun. Around. It's a fun it's really episode. Funny. But then compare that to the movie mm. where the funniest things that happen are to do with the genie. Yeah. But and then even then it doesn't feel like it matters. <laughs> yeah. It's um it's typical nineties Disney. It's schmaltzy at the expense of emotion. Yeah. It's a referential. It doesn't it does all the things it doesn't. It, it thinks is right for kids, right? Yeah, and there's a, there's a weird thing in the in the movie. The genie that comes out of the lamp looks like a, a kid, but yeah. they've been alive it's like centuries old, centuries yeah, millennia. old. Clearly voiced by a grown man, because yeah. Rip Taylor can't do kids' voices. Like it's no. just it's not in his thing. Like he only ever no. did his own voice for <laughs> voice acting. So. When it gets to the point at the end of the episode where it turns out the thing that the genie wants more than anything is to be a real boy. He wants to be Pinocchio'd. There's, it's weird. There's like a weird like subtext to it where this like centuries-old man wants to be a small boy. That's his mm. like final wish. Because when they do the wish to turn him into a boy, all it changes is that they give him a shortened T-shirt and a hat. And he looks yeah. like he's like 21 Jump Street in yeah, the Duck family. He's... He's got really bushy old man eyebrows. Yeah. Which doesn't and, help, does and it? And a thick beak, which is completely different to all of the other kids. Yeah. It's really weird. But that's how the movie ends, is that now he's a real boy. And he's never mentioned again. Like, you never see no. him again. No. So Until the uh, the Quack Pack episode of DuckTales. Which, yeah. <laughs> it's a very good episode. You should watch that one. It's a good one. Cool. I will. <coughs> I wish there was it's more just... Donald Duck in this episode. Yeah, Donald's great in that series. Yeah. He's got like a, I like his um, like dynamic, especially with uh, with Beakley, where he's mm. kind he's kind of a just crashing the, the house, and yeah. Beakley doesn't know what to do with him because he's just ruining everything all the time. Yeah, it's a good. So, what rating would you give the movie? Do you think? Oh, the movie, I don't know, like a five. Like I don't think it's, I th- it's one. Like I said, I think I'd like it as a kid, but mm. now watching it for the first time, it didn't do anything for me. Like I could I get think... the, I could appreciate the coziness aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very uh, no low stakes. You can just my, relax. My rating would be a six, and purely for nostalgia factor. It's yeah. got a great beginning, um, where I was like, oh my god, this was good, and then it becomes like all about the kids, but not in a good way. Yeah, it's in a very um, boring way because they're not really, really doing anything. Yeah. And it like paints them as all like materialistic, yeah. you know. Like they have, they have a grand total of twelve wishes between them, yeah. And all they use them for is to get stuff when they when their uncle is a millionaire, right? Really boring stuff as well. Yeah, like an I, like ice cream sundae pool, or yeah. um, like a train set. It's, it's like, like, oh my god, where's the imagination? Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's it, it's a boring. 
boring middle. And then the end, when Scrooge has all his stuff taken away from him after, what's his face? Murloc. Gets the um, amulet and combines it with the magic lamp. Yeah. He's very easily dispatched. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. The... the, um... There was a lot of lore dumping in it as well, like explaining yeah. how the lamp worked, because it's yeah. like Genie just happens, just knows all this stuff and tells them. Like, there's no, they don't have to like figure anything out. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, um, he's got unlimited wishes because he's got a magic amulet that he puts on top of the yeah. lamp, and that gives him as many wishes as he wants. Also, he can live forever, and also he can turn into things. There's a point in this where there's an owl shows up. Outside mm-hmm. the window, and Genie gets frightened because he thinks that he's his old master. And and yeah. Louis says, "Your old master was a bird." Yeah, he is a bird. You're a bird, Louis. You're literally a bird. You're all birds. It's like when Arthur goes to the zoo. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, or like when um, Arthur having a pet dog. What's that yeah. about? Or yeah. Pluto in general. Yeah, yeah, it's a really weird one. It's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I. The remake of DuckTales is like, oh god, like it's a thousand times better than the original. Yeah, it's like one of the best cartoons that's been created in the last ten years. It's fantastic. It's so good, mm. but sometimes much better than it has any right to be. Being a... Yeah, absolutely, I agree. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it gets like deep. Like the law in DuckTales 2017 gets like really deep. Like there's mm-hmm. some like really good stuff in it, and. It, you get the feeling that the people who are making it like really appreciate the characters as well, like yeah. not not just the Duck family, but just that Saturday morning cartoon era of of Disney uh, Saturdays. Like um, they they, yeah. they they they, lo- they love Darkwing Duck and Rescue Rangers and Goof Troop yeah. and Quack Pack and all that, but aren't held back by reference. No, or no, canon. Yeah. yeah, they're doing their own thing. Like they were. Um, it really did like revitalize the characters. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they'd do something else, but I don't. I don't really don't think they're going to. I don't think it's going yeah. to happen, which is yeah, a shame. Are they? Yeah, because I don't really. I don't know what like the future of Disney animation is going to be like, especially with the strikes and everything. Because mm. like, it wouldn't surprise me if to get their own back, they just gutted the entire sector. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and just focused on live action. Probably yeah. live action uh, filmed and written in another country as a tax break. Yeah. Or they'll do exactly what happened and send uh, in, in the past when people started getting uppity about salary mm. and stuff like that and send all the uh, animation to Korea. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't surprise me. And then you have mass produced or start doing things like Paw Patrol where it's computer animated and just really cheap and everything looks the same. Yeah. Do you know, um, lately, animation has just been knocking out of the park with like the new stuff mm. that's coming out. Lodex is great. Like, the, the next yeah. the new two, two new episodes are fantastic. I've watched the four, as of recording, release episode of Keanu and Cake. It's, it's spectacular. It's like, genuinely incredible. Like, it's, I'm so disappointed that it's trapped on HBO Max. Mm. It needs to be on like a proper. Sh- it needs to be on its own channel because it's yeah. so good. Every single part of it has been fantastic. But this is the problem with streaming services. Like, it's yeah. so stupid having it locked away behind a paywall. Yeah, oh, really, it bugs me. But if you can mm. find a way to watch Fiona and Kate, watch Fiona and Kate because it's it's as good, if not better, than the last season of mm. Adventure Time. 
like I, 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 I don't want to say anything like spoilery, but I can't praise it enough. Like they've done everything perfectly. It's really good. Hmm. I will try and uh, watch it legitimately, of course. Of course, yes. Of course, of course. <laughs> but um, uh, saying that, new Futurama episodes, shit, really bad. Yeah, I've watched some. I watched a couple, and I was like, nah, not for me anymore. This is yeah. not. This is, there's no point to this. Um, I would give uh, the movie a six based on nostalgia. I would give yeah. the series probably a nine. Mm, um, yeah. I, you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely one of the best animated series in the last ten years. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I, I'd put Mickey Mouse up there as well. Yeah, um, I'm really disappointed that's ended now. They've done yeah. the last episode. They're not doing it anymore. Which is really so it's such a shame. I hope if they do like another Mickey Mouse revitalization, you know, like change the uh, uh, the character, the designs and stuff, just like, mm. re- like renew it. They don't yeah. go back to Mickey Mouse just being a completely ineffectual nerd. Hope not. Like it's, it's the, the such writers, a better character for him. I think like the writers are our age and younger now, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know they they know the limitations of the characters that came before them. Mm-hmm. Like even characters who didn't have a personality at all, like Daisy Duck and Minnie, have well, typically the women characters again. Yeah. Um, they've got personalities and they've got like their own desires and wants and stuff like that it would be a shame mm, yeah. to you know go back to the old well do you know what i'd do for like another mickey mouse remake you know do you remember the old cartoons where it would be donald mickey and goofy together and they'd like work together they'd be yeah. like for hire so that you'd get yeah. them like building roller coasters or being car washes yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. i'd do that as a series but they're detectives that'd be good yeah that's my that's my pitch is mickey mouse as a detective and that do would be it. good. Yeah, because then you could have like cameos with all different um, Disney Disney people. Yep. To have them like solving crimes, finding things for people. You could have well, like you've, you could you've have got enough Beagle Brothers that you yeah. can have like a little mob going on. Yeah, you could have like stuff like they did with House of Mouse, where characters yeah. from the movies would show up in different ways. So you could have like Snow White trying to find the poison apple or trying to prove that the, the evil queen poisoned her and they hire yeah. Mickey, Donald and Goofy to come and solve That'd the crime. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, it would also scratch that um, Kingdom Hearts itch that a load of yeah. people have in terms of like them yeah. going to different places to do different things, right? Yeah, it'd be cool. Without but... having to play 700 versions of a game. <laughs> it's not that many. There's only 14. <laughs> only 14. Um, Soon to have... be 16. Uh next episode what we're going to do next episode i want to do high fantasy yeah we'll do that then. all right okay i'm going to do dragon prince one of the episodes i'm going to pick is season three episode one soul regum okay. which is the name of a dragon a spoiler um, there's dragons in it there's dragons in it um i am convinced that if you if i pick the right two episodes you will want to watch this season. okay We'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because this is also probably in my top five. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Especially the first three seasons. Um, just really tight storytelling and like lore done well. Mm. It's really good. We'll really see really how good. I feel about it. Um, did you have any ideas of what you would do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do a movie that I haven't seen yet, but it is a high fantasy movie. <laughs> and I had it described to me as a cross between Spirited Away and mm, good, so Ponyo. 
Oh, and it's, okay. it's a Chinese animated film called Big Fish, mm. Be- Big Fish and Begonia. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm picking. Okay. We'll see what that's like, because yeah. I haven't seen that either. I've heard no. of it, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. It's meant to be um, very good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to good. seeing it. Yeah. But that's my and, choice. you know, it's, it's good to see a West and an East yeah. uh, interpretation of high fantasy, right? Yes, yeah, so I often I get to see um, like animated Chinese films that often. No. No, it's always, um... normally because it's Jap- it's Japanese or Korean animation yeah, yeah. we mainly see. Um, yeah, I wonder why that is. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. Right, but on to emails. Do we have any vi- uh, any notes from our beloved audience? We have. V? We, 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 have an, <laughs> we have one email today. Is it from V? It is, yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, I'm not singing this V. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'll read it out loud, but I'm not singing it. Good God! Oh, uh, also, the Ducktales theme tune, the new one, is so much better than the old one. Yep, definitely, hundred percent. So good. Sorry, yep. I've completely forgot that. I know um, I did as well. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But I did like the uh, the theme song drop in the movie. Mm. I, yeah. I thought that was quite good. I could like imagine that being a bit a pretty hype if you're at the yeah. cinema watching it. But yeah. Um, also, another great Capcom game. Yeah, even yeah. The, the remake that they did recently. Oh yeah, remastered like five yeah, years ago or something like that. Oh shit! I think that. I think it was like twenty fourteen. Yeah. Oh my god, it's ten years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah, good game. Yeah, um, great this... soundtrack. Oh, unbelievably good. They yeah. um they put the bits of the soundtrack into Ducktales twenty seventeen every so often. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Della Duck sings the moon level theme. <laughs> that's great yeah um, anyway this email is from V and it is entitled oh my god who's driving Ducky's driving which is that is that a reference to the Clerks animated series wow it's niche I think it might be that is niche but I'm pretty sure it is um, life is like a hurricane here in Toonberg race cars lasers aeroplanes it's a dog blur might dog. watch a movie or watch some Toon see Toon hounds <laughs> a woo Bi-weekly, they're out there making Toon Hounds a woo Hi, Toon Hounds. It's me, V. Now in Technicolor. How are you wow. doing? Is that Ooh. using all caps as well? Yeah, that was, in, that was in all caps, which is why I did the voice. Yeah. Now in Technicolor. How are you doing? Ooh, it, it being warm this week. It Ooh, it's all sticky. Did yeah. you know dogs can't sweat? That's yeah, a that's V fact. Pant. Yeah, that's why they pant, yeah. And also, dogs can't look up. No, that's not a fact. <laughs> ducks, you know, like Donald or the other one. What's he called? The Looney Tunes one. Quackers? I don't care. You know it's Daffy. Yeah, you know. That was you artificial. Know. You're There's not only... going to get uh, an angry, angry outburst from us <laughs> for that. You're not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one duck for me, and her name is Webby Vanderquack. Girl one. Duck one. She's me for real, for real. Law-obsessed, manic, queer-coded girl thing. Did you know I like Webby? Did you know I watched Tucktales 2017 and my stupid little gay brain decided to kinny this duck? No, I don't kin every cartoon girl one, just most of them. Mm-hmm. Man, if people didn't know what kinning was, they'd be very confused by this, wouldn't they? We're not, we're not explaining it either. No, we're not. Quack, 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 Do quack, your quack, own quack. research, people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also believe this is one of those emails that V wrote in the early hours of the morning because uh. it's it's all over the place and completely unhinged. 
Uh, quack, 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 quack. Hey, remember when you said don't write emails at 7am? No, of course you don't, unless you did, in which case, haha, nerd. Which, um, yeah. <laughs> Hounds. Yeah, Proof for that point. I'll let you into a secret. I didn't rewatch whatever you picked this week. I think one was Darkwing. Discord nerds sure love that guy. Did you know you can join the Discord for currency unit per billing period? <laughs> <laughs> you can indeed. It's a pound. Uh, it's a pound, yeah, a pound. pound per month. Yeah. Less, far, a third of a cup of coffee. Yeah, like a pound, a pound a month. I lose a pound a month walking up to the shops. Yep, in weight and in <laughs> currency. Yeah. Did you know Edgar Wright was in the episode where they make a Darkwing Duck film in DuckTales 2017? That's another V fact. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's a good episode. It's um, uh, the Negger Duck, the guy who plays Negger Duck, yeah. is meant to be playing Darkwing Duck. Yeah, and he dies, and, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, and he comes back as evil. Yeah, he has yeah. like a Joker moment at the end. Yeah. That's another V-fact, TM. Whoop, whoop, <clears> double <throat> V-fact. Don't get that from Squid now, do you? Ha ha. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, he hasn't even sent an email in. No, so... no, he hasn't. Remember when we all made up bird names in the Discord? You were like Roost Mallard and Squawksy or something. <laughs> yeah, they were a stretch. You can't really make rich masters fit very well. No, yeah. Mal Malardsters. <laughs> yeah. Malardsters doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Squawk- Roost is alright. Roost is alright. Squawksy's alright. Yeah. Oh, um, I, w- I was Googling Spivzy the other day because I was trying to find an old YouTube channel of mine. Mm-hmm. And I found that there was a vaudeville stage actor in like the 1930s, <clears throat> called Spivy, mm-hmm. like S-P-I-V-Y. And she released an album which was called like Seven Gay Songs for Singing To or something. Wow. Yeah, so I thought, oh, I want to find a copy of this. I'm going to have to listen to it. It might be about me. But yeah, that was my point. Like, I found found a um, a 1930s actor who nearly has the name Spivzy, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I, I've told you that the only other rich masters of note is the one that runs the Premier League, yeah. the, the yeah. giant UK football business. Yeah. Uh, good times. Toodles, V. Thanks, V. Thanks, V. Yeah, there were no questions of any sort in that. No. <laughs> it was a, a proper stream of consciousness, wasn't it? It was. It was. Um, yeah. You can send emails in. Why are you not sending emails in? People What's love it, Sean? sending emails where are you? Where are your emails? Squid, mate, <laughs> where are your emails? Everyone else, emails. Emails, 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 emails. We got, I can't remember who it was. We got a lovely one from when Jeff was on that time from someone who I don't think is on the Discord who said how much they looked forward to the yeah. uh, show because like it let them uh, be able to, you know, appreciate the cartoons in a different way. Email more. It's great. We love Every, that email. Everybody should email. We love emails. Yeah. Yeah. I love reading um, out emails and stumbling over the words and trying to figure out what people are saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're probably done for this week, right? I think this, we are. Well, I, I think say we've what a, week, fortnight. We're all ducked out. You know what? We're, we're a tight production recently. Yeah, we're doing good, aren't we? We're, yeah. we're doing well. Like, intros are done. This is not like Story Lords, where no. my intros are rambly and interrupted. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't like interrupting. It's rude. Because it is rude. It is rude. Thank you. Um, But yeah, we'll do High Fantasy next time. So we're going to do Dragon Prince. And I've immediately forgotten what that was called. 
uh, big, fi- big Fish big, and Begonia. I just had to turn Begonia. and look at the Blu-ray to see what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll probably be hard to find. Uh, yeah, there is a... yeah. Oh, it might be. Okay. I just bought the. I just on a whim bought the Blu-ray because I thought, oh, this is. This seems like something that would be quite cool to have in a collection. So How much might, was it? Uh, ten pound. It was pretty cheap. Oh, but okay. I looked it up on Amazon and it was like two in stock. So I thought, oh, I'd better get it then. Like you never know, right. somebody might think. I'll go and buy two copies of Big Fish and Begonia just to screw Swift over. Because it, it, it's happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> My rivals picking up Blu-rays before me. That's what the review said. Picked it up. One star. Picked it up just to piss Spiffsy off. Yeah, that's what it said. Yeah. There's legions um, of people out there who hate me for that reason. <laughs> I'm going to share a rant with you. Okay, I cool. Bought, I bought something off of... Speaking of buying things... I bought something off of eBay at the weekend on the 3rd of September, right? Yeah. Um, and it was... Uh, this is going to be so boring. I don't know why I'm sharing <laughs> this. But I bought it next day delivery, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was done through Interparcel, who are just... Uh, basically, any company you want to bid to collect the parcel can come and collect it and right, yeah. deliver it, so right? You might end up with um, Hermes. Or a DPD or whatever, yeah. or Royal Mail. Um FedEx picked it up. So right. I was instantly like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I have been... Uh, someone has been in this house every day this week. Yep. Um, there have been no slips through the door. There have been no uh, no knocks on the door or ringing the doorbell, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah. so where's I your parcel? Get, so I get in touch with the person and they say, oh, I've got the tracking information. Here it is. It says it's been uh, attempted to d- deliver it like three times this week. And I'm like, I get on my furious high horse yeah. and I call into Parcel and complain to them. And then I call FedEx and complain to them. And they insist, oh, no, it has. someone's attempted to deliver it. I was like, dude, yesterday I was working at home <laughs> by the window. No one... Uh, no one delivered it. I went next door and checked their, uh, asked to, if they could check their ring doorbell camera yeah. at the time. And I sent the email uh, email with the clip of it to the um, <laughs> FedEx people. And they were like, oh, sorry, uh, that's clearly not acceptable. And then my parcel was delivered by 9am this morning. Wow. How, how peculiar that it was. <laughs> It yeah. was available to be delivered at that point. That's that's Absolutely insane. Absolutely ridiculous. It's because their depot is at Exeter and they didn't want to drive into Plymouth. Because when I asked the <laughs> delivery driver, has this attempted to be delivered before? And he was like, no, because otherwise there'd be a card through your door and there'd be a sticker on the parcel. Do you know, um, we're having the opposite problem here. where we keep Getting too many parcels. We are. We're getting too many deliveries because our next door neighbour put a note on the, on her door saying to deliver it to us. Without asking, she just put it on the door. Oh, that's rude. That's really rude. So we're, we're hiding every time somebody knocks on the door <laughs> so that it doesn't get picked up. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. Because they know you're in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're normally yeah. in, right? But and you, ask, your mum's you, retired now, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. But would you ask before doing yeah, that? Yeah, you'd ask. Because the thing is, if you'd asked, yeah. if they'd asked, you wouldn't have minded, right? No, of course not. But it's the principle of the thing now. Yeah. Yeah, so we're not answering the door whenever anybody knocks. We're not hide. We don't run um, in the kitchen. <laughs> there are some uh, companies out there that put next door that, that allow like them to be left with your next door neighbour, even mm. if you don't give them the permission. So <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pick two episodes, of Dragon Prince, because I want to give cool. you a lore episode, but I also want to give you 
a sort of like actiony episode or an episode with some other cast members because mm-hmm. there is a big cast in Dragon Prince. Mm. Yeah. Um, Am and... I going to get into this? Am I going to get like reading fanfic levels into this? Oh, mate, I hope so <laughs> because Dragon Prince is that great. kind of thing. It's really, really good. Um, there's some, yeah, some really great ones. Yeah. Um, the problem is. Uh, Dragon Prince builds up to a amazing season three, right? Mm. Uh, season three is like nothing less than an eight point five on ratings yeah. on IMDb, and then season four and five do a bit of a time jump, right? And um, it's never been as good. I didn't know this series was that long. I thought it was yeah. Like... There's there's another two seasons coming after it as well. Jeez, I thought it was so like gonna... three seasons long. They're nine episodes each season, so it's hmm. not a lot of time either. Um, but yeah, it's um, I'd use the word wondrous. It's a wondrous okay. show. It's very <laughs> um, child friendly, but also funny, but also it's got quite strong themes in it. And um, I would say it's the definitely the most inclusive show I've ever watched. Yeah, uh, non-binary characters, uh, you know, uh, pansexual characters. It's, yeah, it's cool. characters with disabilities that are presented really positively. Um, my favourite character, who is uh, General Amaya, is deaf and mm. uh, deaf and mute, and she goes around with an interpreter. That's cool. And the sign language is all animated. Oh, that's cool. That's a really it's good really idea. It's really great. Yeah. So I'm going to try and pick an episode that has her in it, because she is just the coolest and yeah. then I'm going to pick an episode with some lore. Good idea. There you go. Looking forward to watching it. Right. If you want to uh, be a, do your civic duty and be a fan, an official fan of Toon Hounds, <laughs> then you can head over to Toon Hounds. Sl- no, you uh, can't. No, Patreon.com <laughs> slash Toon Hounds. Patreon.com slash Toon Hounds. And for as little as a pound a month, you can uh, give us some money. Yep. primarily support the show but you also then get access to the discord you get access to our sidecasts we're probably due to do another yes it's been um, a month since we released the last one, one. Yeah. so we should probably try and find some time to do that um but yeah we'll do i think we're on comics and i've read a lot of comics this month um i have read 68 chapters of one piece this month oh i wonder what you'll be talking about yeah I've gotten into One Piece again because the the TV show came out and it was fantastic. Like Netflix, was it good? It, they actually made a good anime adaptation of a, a, into a show. It's it's really good, really enjoyable. I, I have read every Marvel event since. Uh, what did I start at? I started at. Bear with me. I started at. I'm going to say 1994. That's my guess. No, it was later <laughs> than that because I've got most of those. Uh, where did I start? Oh, Secret War. I Secret started at Secret War. So I went through Secret War, House of M, Decimation, Civil War, Planet Hulk, World War Hulk. Um, and I am currently up to Axis, which is where mm. um, it's a weird one where Red Skull takes the Professor X's brain and there's lots yeah. of Nazi elements in it that I don't particularly love being a Roman Jew. Um, was Axis the one where Havoc like pisses the new body for Bobby Drake? 
Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> There's a bit where he's like Bobby Drake is just ahead, and Havoc's like, "I've drank a lot of water, so we'll be able to get you back in fighting shape soon wow. enough." Yeah, it's <laughs> after. It's literally after where the Uncanny Avengers, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, fight Kang, and Havoc gets his face burnt off. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've just read Battle of the Atom by Brian Michael Bendis, mm. and it was a really good run of X Men. Mm, really back when um, Brian Michael Bendis wasn't so wordy with his, yeah. with his scripts. But it was really good. Like yeah. the um, Cyclops is a terrorist. Uh, yeah, we all know that. Yeah, he's, he's done some bad things. But uh, Beast <laughs> brings the original five X-Men through um, and doesn't have a way to put them back. And Beast is just basically a big scumbag um, <laughs> and has been for the last like 20 years of comics. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, yeah, so what have I got next? I read Death of Wolverine, which was a really weird one. He got encased in adamantium at the end. Oh, um, do you know what I did read the other day? Which was um, really not as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, the multi... Multi... It's not called multiverses, but I keep wanting to say multiverses because it's got Harley Quinn in it. But there's like a multiverse series that they've been doing in DC. And there was okay. one which was like um, Harley Quinn screws up the DC universe. Which is meant oh, to be her okay. getting a time machine and going back and accidentally preventing mm. all of the Justice League from existing. It was very Deadpool. Like you could tell that they're just yeah. trying to do Deadpool kills Marvel Universe. But it starts with her already having affected the universe and her going, having oh. to go back and fix it. But you don't get to see any of her doing it. So it was really okay. boring. And it was crap. I didn't enjoy it at I all. hate that stuff. Yeah. I hate that. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Punisher kills the Marvel yeah. Universe. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm not looking forward to some of the stuff I've got coming up. I've got Civil War Two. Oh God, Civil War Two is so bad. It didn't uh, need to be made. They didn't need to do it. it, it... In humans versus X Men. Yeah, that was crap as well. Um, uh, Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals was crap as well. Yeah, Avengers versus X Men was all right because actually. It started off being Avengers versus X-Men and then it became, oh shit, five of the X-Men have got the Phoenix Force, yeah. which is much more interesting. Um, but yeah, it became very, like that whole versus thing. Uh, yeah. It's not, yeah. Did you see also in Marvel Comics at the moment, there was like a a team of evil alternate universe, I think it was called like the Red Room or something, or like right. the, the Red Council, where... Every version of Mephisto from all different realities joined forces mm-hmm. specifically to destroy universes and they get like a team together. But it's like Kid Thanos and a version of Mystique who's got the Phoenix Force. Right. And it's like some of the ones and they like team up to take over the... And um, Supreme Doom, who's like the um, Sorcerer Supreme version of Doctor Doom. Oh, right, yeah. They yeah. all like team up to take down the multiverse and it was like a little evil team that they put together which i thought was pretty cool i thought it was like a quite a good event idea but they yeah kind of hid it in the back chapters of avengers comics which is like well i thought it was a know, strange idea i think we've grown too accustomed to events i think yeah. a lot of the events should be in the story yeah um like because actually what happens is comics suffer when uh, you have lots of crossover events, because mm-hmm. actually all the best stories or what they perceive to be the best storytelling is kept for the big events. Yeah. Like, you know, Jim Chung and artists like that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, a- any other event artist is mm. kept for events there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oliver Copiel 
um, is like kept for events, and then it's... you never get to see them in the in the main comics. There's also this like issue that this has been for years and years and years, and was the reason that DC rebooted themselves like three or four times. Mm. Nobody can agree on when things happen in events, or like yeah. where it happens chronologically for every other yeah, comic. Because yeah. it would be like like Daredevil will show up in an event, and then it's not referenced at all in the actual series. Mm. And it happens with Miles Morales constantly. Like yeah. he's always like main character in an event. And then in his proper series, they don't talk about it at all. It's just, oh, he just went somewhere for two weeks. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't really understand. It's really weird. Their, their feeling on that. It doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense why no. they would do it. <laughs> yeah, they mm. need to like talk to each other before making these things. Yeah. But if you want more of yeah. that, you can listen to the, <laughs> yeah, the comics podcast. If you do want to send us an email, you can send us an email at toonhounds at gmail.com and we will yeah. read it out live on the show and react to it like a human. Yeah, like a, like a one of you VTubers, but with flesh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so next episode, High Fantasy. We'll try and uh, figure out some sort of schedule, but because um, when we had the four-week schedule, it worked quite well. We got mm. quite a lot of emails and stuff. That's probably why people aren't emailing. Yeah, they don't um, know what's happening. Uh, but we'll go back to a regular Sunday morning recording schedule soon. The reason it's been messed up for the last six weeks is because summer holidays. Yep. That wonderful time when kids don't have to go to school. Is he in year one now, your, your boy? Yeah, he is. God. I don't know. Time, again, time flies, right? It does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my Tom... year one teacher was named Mrs. Hall. And she once told us that if you ate toothpaste, it could kill you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Teachers. Teachers. Uh, he's got Mrs. Brown. Oh. He got an award for being brave yesterday because he helped some people uh, go go into the school when they were crying. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. He's a good he, lad. He, he fought off some ninjas. That's why he got the award <laughs> for bravery. <laughs> right then. Uh, yeah, I hope you liked the show this week. Um, I sure always, did. I did too. Ducks, who knew? Uh, everyone. <laughs> everyone who watches cartoons. Um, as always, please be kind to each other um, and yourselves. And we will see you in two weeks for more Toontastic Times. <laughs> Triple T, as we call it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.